Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, November 7, 2020, and welcome to another edition of the Jamil Sanders Show. I'm so honored, as always, that you would uh, take the time out of your life, day, and schedule to join me here for another edition of the Jamil Sanders Show. The Jamil Sanders Show, uh, first of all, wants to take a moment and welcome um, all of our first-time listeners, whether you're listening on um, Apple Podcasts or uh, Stitcher or Spotify or Google Podcasts or our newest partnership with iHeartRadio. I am so honored that you would take time out of your life and day and schedule to be with us. The Jamel Sanders Show is so much more than a show. It is a platform that we have created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through Uh, intriguing conversations and interesting guests. We want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I am so honored to be with you again for another edition of this show. I would love to connect with you beyond the show. You can go to my website at www.jamelsanders.com, and there you'll find out more about me and the work that I'm doing around the world. You can also find a, a link to all of my social media platforms, and you can sign up for my empowerment newsletter, Empowerment Breakthroughs, right on our homepage. So I look forward to hearing from you. I love connecting with you, and I would love to connect with you on social media. So reach out so we can have a conversation and help you master this thing called life. I created this show almost a decade ago because I wanted to give people practical tools and strategies to live a greater life. I saw a lot of inspiration and motivation and not a lot of strategy and tactic to help people implement these things in their lives and to produce results. And so that's why we created the show. Here we are almost a decade later and we're still going and still touching the lives of so many incredible people around the world. So I'm so honored for this opportunity to do life with you. And I hope that you'll connect with me beyond the show uh, through our various channels and programs. I'm also excited that the Jamel Book Club is coming back. That's right. Next week we're going to be announcing my latest book club selection. I have not released a book club pick in quite some time, so I'm excited. It's an incredible book, an incredible author, and it's a little different from our traditional path, whereas most books are our focus is on reading it all as quickly and as digestible as we can. This book is a little different. It's kind of broken into sections and filled with exercises and tools to help you in your life. So uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's an incredible read, an incredible um, 
pick. So I hope that you'll stay tuned next week as we get ready to uh, reveal that information to you. I also would love to um, for you to connect with, again, our empowerment newsletter. You want to stay connected because we have some exciting new things on the horizon that you do not want to miss. I can't talk too much about it right now. Uh, but I am so excited about it. It's, it's going to be launching really soon, and you do not want to miss this opportunity. So definitely sign up for the newsletter. They always hear about any new developments and things first. And, of course, you'll also hear it across our social media platforms. I would also encourage you to check out my uh, latest book. This is book number eight. Yes, number eight. Um, And it's called Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. Uh, We're living in a time in the world where so many people are victims of identity theft and going through an identity crisis. And so for years, I have given keynotes around identity and taking your personal power back. And no matter how long the keynote is, it just never seems like there's enough time to delve into this whole issue of identity. And so I wrote an entire book around it. And the book has revolutionized so many people's lives. I'm still hearing stories. The book came out a year ago, pretty much now, and I'm still hearing stories of how it has transformed and impacted people's life. This book is going to help you identify your worth, um, reclaim your personal power, and to own the moments of your life. It is so uh, fulfilling and liberating for you to stand in the truth of who you are and to own your power and to show up in the world as a significant contributor in your lifetime and generation. And so this book will really challenge you to silence that inner critic in you and to awaken to the possibilities of your life and who you were created to be. I sternly and strongly believe that every human being on this planet is looking for significance. They may not be able to give it the articulation of speech, but it's what we're all looking for, to know that we matter and that our lives mean something. And so how do we get to that place of significance, own it, stand in it, and show up in the world as that significant person? This book really delves into it. Each chapter is filled with incredible significance exercises to help you do the work and to become um, that person that you were created and destined to be. It's also filled with significant declarations uh, that you can begin to put into place in your life and wake, awaken to your significance and power in the world. I want to take a moment as we approach the one-year anniversary of this book, and I want to say thank you to every person that has bought this book, that has bought it for a young person or a college student or a high school student. Thank you for making this my most successful book to date. It is my bestseller, and I am so honored to know that the principles in this book have helped you awaken to your true power and potential. I thank you so much again for making that investment in your life and for the incredible stories that you continue to provide me with of how these truths have helped you to take your life to the next level. You can get significance right now at www.jamelsanders.com. You can get it through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Hudson Bookseller, and most major book outlets. You can also get it on Kindle, Nook, and your other e-reader devices. I believe that it will profoundly change your life. It changed my life writing it because it 
have helped me to look back in retrospect and to see my journey and how I've gotten to where I am today and how I'm able to give those same tools and strategies to other people to help them awaken to the power and the possibilities within them. So I know that significance will be a great tool and a great benefit to your life in the days to come. And again, I want you to stay tuned because there is a brand new announcement coming very, very soon that is so exciting. I can't wait to share it with you. And you definitely want to stay tuned because it's going to help you uh, take your life to the next level. That's what I'm about, whether it's through books or live events, training programs or systems. I want to help every human being to realize their greatest potential. It's not enough just to know you have it, but how do we unlock it so you can show up in the world as that great person that I know you've been destined to be? I hope you'll stick around because we're getting back into this series um, embracing the new you part three, me 2.0. We're in a series. I have so enjoyed it and this is going to be really good. So we're going to take a very quick break and we're going to come right back with more of the Jamel Sanders show. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome back to the Jamel Sanders Show. So we're talking about Me 2.0, Embracing the New You Part 3. And in case this is your first time listening, my birthday was in August. And on the morning of my birthday, I woke up just very different. Um, I always wake up and do certain things every day, and the birthday is no exception. But I woke up with a greater sense of purpose, a greater sense of passion and perspective in my life. And I made an agreement and a commitment with myself that this was going to be a time of reinventing and rediscovering who Jamel Sanders is for a new decade and a new era in his life. And so um, as I began that journey, it was just incredible. I began to journal. I began to write uh, for different media outlets and just talk about this journey of discovery and reinvention that I've been on and this evolution that has been taking place in my life. And from that, I springboarded this new series, Me 2.0. And so we've kind of begun to scratch the surface of um, this topic. We've kind of talked about identity. We've kind of talked about purpose and understanding what you're here for. We've talked about, to a certain extent, shifts and turns in our lives and how to perceive those moments and to make the change and the shifts in those critical times and seasons. And we're talking about basically this whole thing of evolution in our lives. And so it brings me to a very, very interesting uh, topic for today, and that topic is boundaries. Yes, boundaries. So, you know, anybody that knows me knows that I have said this many times before, 
that everything in this universe um, revolves around relationships. There's nothing in this universe that does not revolve around relationships. And I believe that it has been God's original intention and plan for humanity um, before the foundation of the world. We see in, in even in Genesis where um, God said that it was not good for man to be alone. Now, if you study that out in the Hebrew, it literally says that it's not good for man to be all in one. And so uh, we were not created to be one-dimensional or one-faceted. We were created for relationships. We were created to uh, be connected to other individuals and to have meaningful and healthy and significant relationships in our lives. And one of the things that I have become known for and my brand has become known for is the ability to establish unprecedented connections with people around the world. Um, even in the very first season of the Jamel Sanders show, uh, we were hearing from Africa, we were hearing from Asia, we were hearing from Europe, we were hearing from Germany and Japan and all of these dis different places. And I began to wonder uh, how does a male in North Carolina begin to reach an impact so many different places in the world. Even when I release different books, I've written eight books, and to see that they're reading it in their language in so many other parts of the world, it's been absolutely phenomenal. It's, it's the powerful thing about the message of empowerment is that it crosses uh, cultural barriers, ethnic barriers, social barriers, political barriers. It is a message that has a global appeal. And so I believe that one of the reasons that the brand has become so strong globally and not just in the United States of America is because of that gifting that God has given me to establish connections with people and to connect with people at a deep level. Um, people uh, read my books, they read my work, they see me in magazines, on television, and they connect with the message and who I am. It's much more than uh, the words that I'm saying. They connect and resonate at a deep level. And so it's given me the ability to have these soul conversations with people that I so enjoy um, because we get beyond the surface and we get to the deep parts of who they are as an individual. And so you were not created to live a one-dimensional life. You were created to live a deep life. And in order to experience a deep life, it requires relationships. It requires networks. It requires confederations. It requires that you uh, have the certain human capital or social capital uh, to help you accomplish what you've been created and destined to do. But one of the challenges that I've had in the area of relationships is understanding the importance of establishing clear boundaries in your life. And so many years ago, when I made the quality and non-negotiable decision that I was going to embrace my destiny. Now, that's a whole nother topic, and that might be part of this series, too, because that needs to be unpackaged. I'm kind of glancing over it as a highlight because I don't want to get pulled off of where I'm trying to go today. But I'll say that again. When I made a decision 
a quality, non-negotiable decision to embrace my death. I realized that certain relationships were going to have to be necessary for that journey. And so one of the things, and if you've read my work, I've been very transparent about this, is that my desire to just help and to just love and to support and to undergird everybody has been both a blessing and a challenge in my life. And so in the earlier years of establishing this organization, Jamel Sanders International and the brand, I spent so much time, so much time catering to people, uh, catering to what was going on with them, catering to circumstances and situations in their lives. And what happened is I began to find myself losing focus. And when we lose focus, we drift. And when we drift, we get distracted. And distractions always want to divide you from your destiny. So let me go through that again. When we begin to lose our focus, we begin to drift, we get distracted, and distractions ultimately want to divide you away from your destiny. And so it is so vitally important that you guard your focus. You know, people I have, you've written eight books, and you've been featured on all of these media outlets, and you're a respected thought leader in your space, and you've done this and that. And the only reason I've been able to do those things is because I have learned how to guard my focus. You have to guard your focus. There's only 24 hours in a day. You can't do everything. You can't be everything to everybody. You have to focus on what's important because at the end of the day, I cannot cash in my empathy or my sympathy. Write that down. At the end of the day, there is no uh, cash value. I'm a finance guy. My education is in finance. There is no cash value on my empathy and sympathy. And anybody that knows me know I'm a very empathetic and sympathetic person. I love people. I love them deeply. I want to help them. I want to see every person reach their best potential in life. But what I had to learn is that sometimes that desire to help or that Messiah complex, as I call it, can get in the way of your true purpose and mission. And so what I found is that I began to get distracted And I began to get so focused on what's going on with this person and that person and making sure that everything is okay in their lives that I began to lose perspective on the things that I should be doing. And so I had to make a quality decision that I was going to get my focus back on course. And if there's one prevailing thing that I believe that 2020 has been trying to teach all of us is the power of a heart reset. I'm I'm an Apple guy. I have an advanced iPad now, but in the earlier years when I had one of the earlier editions, my iPad began to malfunction. And so I reached out to Apple's tech support and the tech support person told me, oh, you can fix that with a simple reset. And so when I hit the reset button on the device, it was as if the the Apple became brand new again. And the iPad, all of the functions and different characteristics began to operate at the level that they were created to operate. And so I believe that this year, as the world has come to a halt, we've been interrupted, we've been disrupted, we've been inconvenienced. 
some people say they've been canceled, but it's been a productive year for me, so I, I don't choose to embrace that terminology. Uh, this year has caused us to have to hit the reset button and to prioritize and to figure out what's really important to us. And I think if you're going to accomplish your destiny, if you're going to fulfill your vision, if you're going to do great things in your lifetime or generation, you're going to have to master the skill of focus. And so what I had to do is I had to understand that relationships are absolutely essential to our destiny and our future. But I also had to understand the power of establishing boundaries in relationships. Now, this is going to get touchy for some people because, as I said, there are a lot of people that have moved beyond empathy and sympathy and compassion into the desire to control, the desire to um, own and to dominate and to uh, control all of the details and intricacies of a person's life. And so sometimes we put that under the guise of, oh, I'm just a helping and loving person. No, you're not. You just want to control people and run everybody's life. So there's a difference there. But what has to happen in our relationships, we have to establish clear boundaries. And so what I had to do is I had to, and you've heard me say this so many times, renegotiate the terms of the relationships in my life. Because, and this is going to help somebody, because not not everybody will tell you this, but I, I like to be transparent because I like to help people. I found myself extremely frustrated. I said, I, I'm, I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm building this, I'm impacting people's lives, I'm creating products and services that are in demand, and people are respecting the work that I do and the effort that I put into it. I said, but why am I attracting certain types of relationships into my life? And I realized that we don't attract who we aspire to be. We don't attract what we have the ambition for. We attract who we are. And so there's some kind of disconnect because your relationships are a mirror of an internal dialogue that is happening within you. And so I began to ask myself a very important question. Why are these relationships showing up in my life? And why am I allowing these relationships in my life? And then not only why am I allowing this, how am I going to correct this, and how am I going to establish the boundaries in my life so that this doesn't happen again? See, a lot of times we're not asking the right questions. You're asking what is wrong with your life, but the bigger question that we need to ask is how did your life get in this state? What did we permit? What did we allow? What uh, defense mechanisms and safeguards did we let down? What guardrails did we let down in our lives that has allowed this reality to manifest? Because one thing I can tell you as somebody that has trained and worked with people around the world, your life didn't just get to where it is. There's a series of events and decisions and choices that have gotten you to where you are today. And so we have to examine that. And so a lot of times we don't take the time to establish clear boundaries in our relationships. And how do we do that? I want to make this manageable. I don't just want to give you something, ooh, that's good, and it sounds inspiring and motivating. I want to make this very practical because I'm a life strategies guy. I want to give you life strategies. And so what I had to do is I had to do a relationship audit in my life. 
And when I said this to a lot of people in the business world, they were like, what are you talking about? We know about a business audit, but what's a relationship audit? And so I began to create this system to help them do audits of their relationships. And you would be amazed at the, some of these powerful and influential people as they began to look at this system and they began to say, oh, wow, my relationships are out of sync. My relationship constellation is out of balance. And so they begin to say, I'm going to have to correct this. And so they begin to go through each metric, and they begin to look at the metrics, and they begin to look at their relationship constellation, and they realize that they were going to have to renegotiate the terms of these relationships in their lives. And so I had to do this first before I could share it with anybody, before I could bring it to a podcast. I had to put this into place. So I had to audit relationships. And it, it, it was painful because there were relationships in my life that were dysfunctional. There were relationships that were one-sided. There were relationships in my life that were past their expiration date. There were relationships in my life that were hanging on by a thread for life support. There was so much that had to be rearranged in my life if I was going to get to the next level. And so this is not something you're going to do in five or ten minutes. You can't listen to this podcast and go and say, oh, I'm doing a relationship audit and I'm going to change this in ten minutes. This this is work. And so I began to realize that these are things that I had allowed into my life. Let me say it again. These are things that I had allowed into my life because one of the things that you hear in conversation, there's always a context in conversation, and not only that, there's always a language in the conversation, and that language is either one of a victim or a victor. And as somebody that has been doing this for quite a while, I can pick up on the language of a victim very quickly. A person will begin to come and say, this is not fair, this is happening to me, and da 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 as we begin to do this relationship audit, we begin to realize that this is not happening to you. This is happening through you because you have allowed this in your life. You allowed it. It started off It started off as something that you were not necessarily comfortable with, but you tolerated it. And because you tolerated it, you created an environment for it. And because you created an environment for it, it became a pattern, and because it became a pattern, it created a cycle, and because it became a cycle, it created this chaos in your life that you're now dealing with. And so a lot of things we overlook in preliminary stages of relationships that we should not overlook. And so a lot of times we'll call it our good instinct, we'll call it intuition, I call it prophetic insight, acumen, or preceptivity. And so a lot of times there's something internally that will begin to tell me this is a red flag. And we'll say, oh, no, no, you know, this is just this. Or we try to recalibrate or characterize things that we need to address in relationships. And so what happens is that thing begins to vex us because we never dealt with it. And then these audits begin to bring up again all of these things, and we begin to think back about how we tolerated that thing and how your tolerance for a thing can create a stronghold in your life. Write that down. Your tolerance of a thing can create a stronghold in your life. 
and how many people have sat down with me and cried over the years about something that they tolerated that became a stronghold in their lives. And so I began to look and I began to say, wow, Jamel, you have tolerated a lot of things. And so I had to begin to renegotiate. Now, let me tell you, this is not easy because when people are accustomed to you responding a certain way, and you don't respond the way they want you to respond. There's retaliation. There's rejection. There's all type of different emotions that begin to come into the mix. And then the dynamics of the relationships begin to be changed in your life. But boundaries are absolutely important for you to stay focused on your assignment and to do uh, what you were created and destined to do. And so what this does, it begins to establish boundaries in your life. And when I begin to set boundaries and renegotiate the terms of the relationships in my life, it changed everything. Not only did my focus and productivity and results go to another level, but the relationships in my life went to another level. There are relationships in my life that people scratch their head and say, how in the world is that relationship in your life? But it's in my life because I upgraded myself. I upgraded what my expectations are. Let me talk about this whole thing of expectations for a moment. There are a lot of people that have expectations in their lives that they have not mastered or executed on in their personal lives. So you cannot create a relationship contract or terms of negotiation for a relationship and expect from someone else something that you are not even doing in your own life because that distance between expectation and results is the thing that creates this whole issue of conflict and tension in our lives. And so between expectation and the result is tension. And the tension is there because we had the expectation and the result is something else. And so that distance between expectation and results has to be met with what I call action. Otherwise, you're going to continue to see cycles of frustration and failure and defeat and dysfunction in the relationships in your life. So you can't expect people in your life to be on level Z and you're on level B. That means that whatever I demand from the relationships in my life, I have to also be willing to demonstrate in the relationships in my life. See, a lot of times relationships have become one-sided and one-dimensional. We expect the world of everybody else, but there's no expectation put on us. And so that 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 is not what I would call this whole issue of congruency. Now, I don't have time to get into congruency. If you're interested in more on congruency, email us at hello at JanelleSanders.com and ask about the soul congruency package. Um, I don't have time to discuss that because it's, it's too intricate and that, that's months' worth of work. But what I mean when I'm talking about this concept of congruency, a relationship is supposed to be healthy. It's supposed to be mutually uh, beneficial. That means that not just for the benefit of one. It should be a mutually beneficial relationship. And I can't tell you how many people – I've talked to over the years that think that they have a mutually beneficial relationship, 
and there's no mutual benefit, there's no synergy, there's no health to the relationship. Everything is one-sided. Everything is about what this person can do for me. Oh, this person has networks. They can da 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 And I begin to ask, well, what do you bring to the relationship? And they say, I just bring myself. You know, I've heard all kind of answers over the years, and I'm like, well, that's, that's not a healthy relationship because what what are you contributing to the relationship? You can't just be a taker. You can't just be the liability. Where's the asset part? What value? are you bringing to the relationship? And so you need to set appropriate boundaries in your life. You need to put boundaries on expectations. You need to put boundaries on um, time. That's a very important one, especially if you're a person that wants to succeed, you better put boundaries on your time. Because if you don't, people will take all of your time and you will not get anything done. Um, There are people that do not understand uh, when I talk about these boundaries on relationships. They said, Jamel, it's just mean. And I say, it's not that I mean, but it's what is Jamel getting done? And I asked them, what did you get done in 2019? I didn't really get anything done. What did you get done in 2018? I didn't really get anything done. What did you get done in 2017? I didn't really get anything done. I said, okay, do we see the pattern here? You've given all your time to people, and they've drained you, and they sucked you dry like leeches do, and you have not made any progress on your goals or anything that you want to do. Um, and so you have to time is one of the most important boundaries in relationships with me because there are times that Jamel has to break away. I need to focus. I need to work. I need to get these things done. And I don't have time to do X, Y, and Z. And you have to be willing to respect that. And people, those are things that you have to establish up front in relationships so that it does not create that tension and that conflict that we see so many times before. So that those are things that you need to um, discuss in relationships. You need to understand um, how a person operates. That's so important. And what do I mean by how a person operates? In order to uh, bring value to a relationship, you have to know what makes a person tick, just like an employer has to know what makes a person so that they can incentivize the work and get the maximum yield or effort out of that worker. Well, it's the same thing in relationships. If you want the maximum yield to come out of a relationship, you have to know what I call the forces or the forces at work that cause the engine of that relationship to flow. So what motivates that person? What inspires them? What makes them laugh? What makes them cry? What intrigues them? What ignites them? What infuriates them? Uh, what um, what are the values of that person? What are the principles that they are unwilling to compromise away from? See, these are the things that we don't even stop to consider in relationships. We just say, oh, this is going to be my friend. Okay, are you compatible? Do you have the capacity for one another? Do you have similar values? Uh, What are your values? What is your life concept? Now, I don't even have time to go into that. Do you have a life strategy? I don't need people around me that don't have a life strategy because that means that you're not a productive person. You're not getting things done. So all of these different factors have to go into our relationship. But one of the most important things that I think we overlook when it comes to boundaries 
you have to understand, and this is probably something that most people never think about, but it's top of mind to me. When you're talking about boundaries and relationships, we have to deal with a key thing, and that is a belief system. Belief system is a pattern, it is a philosophy, it is an ideology, it is a paradigm, a way of thinking, a way of living, a way of being. And so when I'm talking about your life concept, your life concept is connected to your psychological construct. It is connected to the way that you think and you process information. How do you make decisions? How do you decipher through information? How do you ponder and probe and pontificate a thing and arrive at a logical conclusion? All of these things are important in relationships because what I see or I've seen over the years is that people don't take time to understand that this is how um, Mr. Uh, Watermelon thinks. And then they have a disagreement and they fall out and they they never speak to each other again because they never took the time to understand how does this person think? How does this person con, um, decipher through information and make decisions? Can we have reasonable and intelligent dialogue? I mean, you're talking about establishing relationships with people. Can we have an intelligent and reasonable conversation, not just about the sports game that was on the other day? Can we have a level of sophisticated intelligence in conversation? And so all of these things are uh, barriers that I say. Your belief system is so important. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I love everybody. I absolutely love every person. Um, anybody that knows me or meets me will tell you I'm going to be loving. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to embrace you. I'm going to try to build you up and empower you in every way. But people that know me also know this. When it comes to my belief system, when it comes to my core values and principles in my life, there are certain things that are non-negotiable. Now, you have the right to express your opinion and to tell me how you feel or what you think about this situation, but what I want you to know also is that you are not an emotional being. You are a thinking, rational being. So don't get in your feelings. Get into intelligence. Get into thinking at anybody around me. I'm going to challenge you to think at a different level. So you're not going to just say, I feel this. No, you're going to have to come to me with more than your feelings because feelings is right congruent with assumption, and assumption is the lowest form of reality. So if you live at the realm of feeling and assumption, you're going to live a very, very low existence and reality, whereas if you are a person of insight and revelation, you're going to live at a higher level. So you you have to understand how does a person process information, and you don't have to look very far. One of the greatest ways that we can discover how people process information is look at their decision track. All we have to do is track the decisions and choices that a person makes. You've heard me say this many times. We live in a choice cosmos. That means that your world is constructed by the choices that you make. And so, and then I see people fall out and it's like, but you've seen that pattern with them before. So you miss something. Remember when I talked about that toleration point that then becomes the stronghold, you miss something there. 
because a lot of times we're so desperate to have anybody in our lives that we don't understand that we need to be divinely aligned in our relationships and that some relationships in your life for a season, that means that that life, that relationship has an expiration date, and then we try to prolong those relationships, and it becomes a burden in our lives. In fact, it begins to grieve us and become a pain point in our lives because it was time to end it. So there's so much we could talk about around this, but we're talking about this whole thing of boundaries, and you have to establish clear boundaries in your relationship. Boundaries do a couple of things. First of all, they protect um, the authenticity and the longevity of our relationships. Uh, Boundaries set proper expectations within our relationships. And boundaries also do another thing. Boundaries help us to understand um, the dynamics and the dimensions of the various relationships in our lives. And without those boundaries, we would not be able to do that. So there's so much I could begin to tell you about boundaries. Boundaries, one of the most important things that boundaries does is it sets the terms for relationships. And then this other component, it brings respect into the relationship. When you don't, any relationship that you don't have boundaries in is a relationship that you don't really respect. Because where there are no boundaries, there is abuse of power and abuse of roles. And so any relationship I've seen in my life or anybody's life where there's no boundaries, abuse was inevitable. So you need boundaries because it establishes that level of respect. And then more than the respect, boundaries preserve honor. And so if you want your relationship constellation to remain honorable, you need boundaries in your relationship. That means that there are certain lines we don't cross. There are certain um, scenarios that are just not going to happen. We have laid out the groundwork of how this relationship is going to be. Now, I know when you're little and you're younger, these are not things we think about. But as you get older in your life, you just don't have the time just to be smiling and hanging out for the sake of hanging out. You need people that are aligned with you in values and vision and mission and purpose so that you can have healthy and meaningful relationships. And so I'm so grateful that I've done the work because there are certain things I can just identify right off the bat. And somebody will tell me, what about this person? And I'll say, did you consider? And they say, I didn't even consider that. And so you need boundaries in your relationships. If you want your relationships to remain safeguarded, you need some guardrails there. It, 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 it helps you to avoid that abuse. It helps you to avoid one of the greatest, and it, I, I, I got to wrap this up, I got to say this, one of the greatest pains and hurts caused in relationship is because of familiarity. And familiarity is when we simply stop honoring and respecting a person. Now, there's a difference between respect and honor, and I don't want to get into that because if I get into that, that's a whole nother show. Respect, I can respect, I can have a level of esteem or admiration for a person and still not honor them. So, like I said, there's that balance. Boundaries gives us that certain level of respect, but it still doesn't necessarily mean that we have the honor because honor is intimate. 
And honor is something that you reserve for uh, those that have qualified for the inner circle and the inner workings of your life. You don't bring everybody into the same circle. So there are levels of partnership. There are levels of relationship. And so you have to know how to place relationships accordingly. You cannot give an associate the same level of privilege that you would give to someone um, that has proven to be uh, a lifelong covenant partner in your life. That's just two totally different places. And so, see, that associate will respect you. Honor comes through that greater intimacy with you. Those are people that know you at a deeper level, at the soul level, as I call it. And so you have to know how uh, to place those relationships in your life in order to get and the yield out of those relationships that you want to see. And you know what? It's so much I could say about boundaries. I probably could do a couple of shows on this, but I wanted to give you a general foundation for you to understand that boundaries are those parameters that we put in place to preserve uh, our relationships and to protect them uh, from becoming uh, common or ordinary or dishonorable in our lives. You want to have healthy mutually beneficial, synergistic relationships in your life that help you uh, move forward in your purpose and that gives both of you the opportunity to grow and evolve and become uh, your best self. So thank you so much for uh, spending this time with me today. I hope that you got something out of this, and we'll be back real soon for another discussion on the Janelle Sanders Show. Have a great, great week ahead, and we'll talk again soon. Be blessed.